2: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Jake Sherman joins me, Hugh Hewitt, inside the Beltway. Punchbowl News reporting on the intricacies of the dilemma facing Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. How much of other people's money to spend and who to give it to? Good morning, Jake. How are you? Good morning, Hugh. How are you? Good. How about that line? Let's not talk about dollars. Let's talk about values. That's a great way to avoid talking about the problems in her caucus.
1: Well, you know, I'll, I'll say this in defense of her. I'm not defending her, but just actually, let me provide some context. We know the top, the top, the ceiling here, which is three and a half trillion. What she's saying is, let's have a discussion. I'm not again. I'm not defending her. Just trying to put some context around this. Um, She's saying, "Let's have a discussion on the policies, and then we'll see in in what window that will uh, that will fall." Um, fair enough. That's, but I mean, listen. I think the problem is is that Pelosi's not in the driver's seat here completely. She's in the driver's seat to a large degree, but uh, in the co-pilot seat is is Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema and the Democratic moderates, uh, the House Democratic moderates, who are not agreeing to a three and a half trillion dollar bill. So you need to talk about the top line because the top line is what matters to some people, (laughs) Um, you know, and she says it's all paid for. Yes, it is paid for by tax increases uh, on a whole host of of, of individuals and and things of that nature. Um, But she can't decide individually to not talk about the numbers. That's something that all Democrats have to agree on. I mean, they don't even have – but they need a top-line number, people are curious what that's going to be because, Hugh, as you know – if you're if people are going to go home and campaign in 2022, Republicans are, and they're going to say they spent three and a half trillion dollars and or they spent doing that, whatever it ends up being. So people are curious,
2: rightfully so, what that number will be. Yeah, they've already spent two trillion this year. So let's get it. Let's make sure our baseline is already two trillion under Joe Biden. President Obama's much vaunted super stimulus after the 2008 financial collapse was eight hundred and fifty billion so the multiple that we will get, whether it's three, four, five, six, seven, will stun and destroy the Democratic Party in 2022. That's my prediction based upon off years for many, many years. And that's why they're shy about this Democratic moderates. I am curious, Jake. This gets into the interstices of the deal. The New York Times has reported Senator Cinema has told her caucus no corporate or personal income tax hikes. I believe that leaves her open to increasing or eliminating stepped-up basis or minimizing stepped-up basis. Stepped-up basis is actually the ticking time bomb for the Democrats, as it will destroy their hold in Orange County, California, in New York City, in, in Florida, anywhere where home prices appreciated, Virginia, Maryland, wherever home prices are appreciated, if they do away with or limit stepped-up. Basis, they're going to lose voters. What do you understand about the approach to stepped-up basis? The House ruled it out, and apparently, Ron Wyden is in love with it.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to be in. Um, I don't, and I I also don't agree um, with the New York Times reporting. There, I've done. I've I've, oh, interesting. Tell me, yeah, we've heard we heard that a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know who we heard it from, nor would I say, but I, I don't think it was somebody with a motivation. Um, and we went to them, to cinemas people, and they said, no, that's not her position. That's never been her position. So let's just level set here. If that is true, that is a massive story, not something that, you know, is mentioned offhand. That's a massive story. Uh, and it would also doom this bill. <laughs> you cannot spend $3 trillion paid for without raising taxes. It's just you can't do it. Um, so
2: Even if uh, they raise all the taxes, they won't pay for it. Uh, the original budget resolution allowed for a trillion and a half spending in excess of tax increases. So Agreed. their ceiling and, and is apologize. whatever the, whatever the revenue that comes in from tax increases plus one and a half trillion is their top line ceiling.
1: Correct, and also you mentioned the the bank bailout of uh, or the stimulus. I think you were talking about the stimulus, but yes, um, the, the I mean, a lot of that that was much maligned, politically tough, and you know the the thing I keep coming back to Hugh is. The bank bailouts, which were mostly paid back at the end of the day by the banks by the institutions once they got healthy, that was a lot of money, but it was all paid back. So that just gives the magnitude of what of what this this legislation is. I don't believe that from cinema. I don't believe that's the case. I don't believe stepped up basis will be in the bill. I think that's gonna. I mean, if you look at someone like Josh Gottheimer, who represents the the wealthy suburbs of New Jersey, what is he going to do? Get rid of the, the state and local tax deduction on one end, and then get rid of st- – you know I, and then put, do stepped-up basis, which is going to – I just I, – I think it was left out of the House for a reason. I don't think it's going to pass. I don't think it's time to add things back, back in. Um, and if you listen carefully, the menu of revenue raisers that they've chosen, according to Pelosi and, and Schumer, are things that they, the House and Senate agree on, and they don't agree on stepped-up basis.
2: You know, I've got a sponsor. Jake, the Job Creators Network, and this has been the greatest gift to the Job Creators Network. They're on a bus tour, jcnbustour.com, because small businesses across the United States are signing up for, I think it's now the, the new Federation of Small Businesses and jcnbustour.com if people want to go to it. They're signing up small businesses everywhere because Stepped Up Basis also targets any car wash, any restaurant any family store or business that descends to the children, not only houses and not only second homes, but businesses. And Tom Cotton tells me small lumber people in Arkansas, they dominated an entire meeting about this. Democrats really don't know when they step on tax landmines. I think they're almost oblivious to it. You mentioned one member who gets it. How many members get it, what they're about to do to their political futures?
1: I think if they do that, I think they real. I don't. I just don't think it's going to happen. Um, but they do say that, um, and I think this is true. I mean, you, you're hearing a lot about, or a lot of Republicans talk about the spending side instead of the tax side, because I believe, because Republicans believe. I mean, they say it that corporate that corporate tax increases and in individual uh, uh, tax increases, the marginal rate increase on the high end, is actually pretty popular. Um, and they don't think it's a winning argument at this point. It could turn into a winning argument, but they think the spending is the winning argument—the out of control, in their estimation. I'm quoting. I'm not saying myself. The out of control spending—that's uh, what they say. Uh, well, I agree with so,
2: them. I, you know, I I think at 39.5 percent top rate is imminently reasonable. People can disagree. You want to raise the business capital gains, the the, the corporate tax to 25%. I don't think it's smart, but it's not the end of the world. The end of the world is an inflationary cycle kicked off by uh, another trillion and a half unpaid for dollars. So I really think it's the unpaid for trillion and a half that is the Uh, the problem here. And Nancy Pelosi is simply not telling the truth. I won't say lying because that requires mens rea. But she's not telling the truth, Jake, when she says, let's not talk, everything will be paid for. Catherine Rampell, my colleague at The Washington Post, said that on MSNBC, everything will be paid for. It's absurd. Of course it's not paid for, is it? Well, it's not completely paid. Um, uh, Listen,
1: I I only take that back. It's not... It depends how you calculate it. It really depends how you look at it, and how you calculate it. Um, the offsets for the tax-raising offsets don't completely match the spending. So, I mean, that's an objective, objective point
2: of view. Yes, um, not by a trillion and a half. That's what the budget right. resolution said. Jake, I got no, a quick way, technical – go ahead. I just want to say we don't know what the spending level is going to be yet. It could be just a trillion. I mean, it could be a trillion five. We don't know. We just don't know. The max it can be. You're right. The maximum it can be is a trillion and a half deficit. Will they get any Republican vote for the CR, whether or not they put Iron Dome into it? I don't think so. Will they get any Republican vote for the debt ceiling? I don't think so. Will they have to amend the budget resolution? I think so. But what does Jake Sherman and Punchbowl News think?
1: They will get Republican votes for the CR. They absolutely will. I think it'll pass overwhelmingly. A clean CR. a clean, clean CR, CR, correct. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Not, but the not debt, one with the debt limit. They will not get any votes for the debt limit, I don't think, as a standalone. And yes, I think they're going to have to amend the budget resolution, and they need to get on that, because it just, I, there's no other way at this point, unless they're going to do something that we don't understand at this point.
2: And so they, they really have flubbed the summer. And now uh, the Afghanistan collapse did obscure everything, but they flubbed their time in the summer to hammer this out. So now they're going to rush through it in a week, Jake? Yeah, this is, what we said in Punchbowl News this morning is this would be a big
1: legislative agenda for a year. <laughs> and they're going to try to do it in a week. I don't think they're going to get it done this week. Neither did most of the negotiators, most of the people involved, and people in the leadership. They'll get, debt, they'll get CR done this week, and they'll get infrastructure done this week. I don't think they'll get reconciliation done.
2: Jake Sherman always has his finger on the pulse. He should be getting PunchbowlNews.com every morning. It's free. Be smart. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
3: This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Normally, the fights over the debt ceiling are little more than partisan sniping. The party in control of government doesn't want all the blame for deficit spending, and the opposition doesn't want any of it. The fight is usually as specious as the debt ceiling itself, an unconstitutional credit limit granted to the executive in the absence of fiscal discipline in Congress. This time, however, the argument against a new debt ceiling has substance. Democrats want Republicans to cooperate in suspending the debt ceiling rather than raising it to a specific amount. With Joe Biden demanding trillions of dollars in new spending, GOP leaders have refused to support a blank check for the rest of the president's term. Instead, Republican leaders have rightly told Democrats to pass a debt ceiling hike themselves or to curtail their spending demands. The debt ceiling is an absurd structure on its face. Ideally, Congress should take responsibility for spending and eliminate the ceiling. In this case, however, Republicans should absolutely stand firm and make Democrats take responsibility for their profligacy. I'm Ed Morrissey.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy,
3: America's unique graduate
0: program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.